Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. So <laughs> I can't get this topic out of my head. And I I asked Laura, like, can we please do our own podcast episode about this? Because if you are brand new here, you know, you don't know that Laura and I consume tons of podcasts, books. We're always trying to learn, especially in the field of personal development. And this particular topic came from an episode that we heard, we both listened to independently and then like reconvened about it over the Thanksgiving break. And it was a podcast episode by Ed Milet. It was definitely a repeat, right? Yeah. This episode was a couple years old. Yeah. Yeah. And talks about this at this time every year. And there were also like references to COVID during it and whatnot. So anyway, so I'm listening to this episode and by the way, full disclosure, like go listen to his episode because you're going to gain so much information. But of course, when we both hear something that is so relevant to us. And it just really seems to be like hitting home and we can't get it off of our brains. We have to come together and record our own episode about it. So that's what we're doing. And the topic drum roll is separation season. What is that? Do what, you ask? what is separation <laughs> season? So um, we're at the end of November. We're going into the month of December. We're ending the year of 2023. We are pushing ahead with whatever goals or chaos and craziness that happens at this time of year. And the whole premise of this topic, according to Ed Milet, is that this is the time that you separate yourself, whether it is, and I love how he does this in the episode. He talks about breaking it down as a separation of you versus other people, like your competition, or it's separation of you from the current self that you are, especially if you think that there are areas in your life that you want to up-level or improve or change in some way. Like you just don't want to continue to be the person that you are. You want to change and evolve and grow in some area. So I just love that he talked about both because I feel like so often, especially for business owners and especially for like entrepreneurs, you can get advice that's like, you have to work harder than your competition. You have to work. And I actually saw this on a social media post that a very, very, very successful entrepreneur that I follow had posted. And it was along the lines of like, you need to work six days a week. You can't have time for family and friends. Like you can't, you have to make all these sacrifices. And I get it. Like that could totally be workable for people, but not for us, not for people like (laughs) me and Laura and not for people that we assume are listening to our podcast that want to have a well-rounded life. And so what I loved about this, the way that Ed Milet approached this topic is you don't have to overhaul your entire life and do everything completely different, just in the name of competing with your, your competitors. You can make small adjustments to separate yourself Yes, from those competitors, but also from the things that might be weighing you down or the things that aren't moving you forward. And in fact, might be 
putting your foot on the brake at this time of year. Yeah. And it's, I just, I listened to him talk about this. I think it's been like four years now. Mm. Um, this episode was, I think at least three years old. Um, cause he does talk about COVID and stuff like that. Um, but he always talks about separation season in the sense that it's a way to kind of separate yourself from the pack. He does talk about separating from your current self too, but like, what can you do? You know, everybody now heading into the holidays is talking about like, it's almost the new year. What are we going to, what are mm-hmm. our goals for 2024? And it's almost like you're skipping a step. Like Ooh, this yes. month mm-hmm. is like a time instead of putting your foot on the brake and kind of, what does he say? Christmas isn't a holiday. Oh, yeah. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. Right? New Year's Eve isn't a holiday week. It is a holiday. Like, right. so a lot of people, understandably so, at this time of year, they're like, okay, I've been working to death this whole year. It's been so busy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slow it down a little bit for the holidays. And what he does and what he says he's always done is he takes this month to separate himself. So instead of putting his foot um, on the brake, he puts his foot on the gas Mm -hmm. and kind of like, you know, takes certain steps to really push himself forward instead of slowing down. Yeah. And like he talks about it too in business, right? Like if you're looking for, and my favorite phrase, the game of inches where he says, this is all, life is just a game of inches. Like how many extra inches are you willing to go against the former self, you know, the self, the the you of yesterday, or it would be your competitors or whoever else it is, right? How many extra inches are you willing to go? And, you know, he talked about it in the context of your health and nutrition around this time of year. Are you going to be the person that is going to, oh, I'll just, I'll eat the cake. I'll eat the desserts. I'll indulge in the drinks, even though they probably don't make you feel good the next day. But he's like, instead of having the full piece, why don't you have three bites? Cause I figured out that three bites taste the same as five. Right. And like, you get the same satisfaction. Um, the other thing that I loved where he was talking about was the game of inches of like figuring out where you could improve just by that little bit. So he was talking directly to entrepreneurs and he said, you know, maybe it is working a Saturday in this really hectic time of year when everybody's going shopping and they're doing events and parties. Maybe you skip those things in the the week nights and you reserve them for the weekends, or perhaps you skip them entirely and start saying no to more of those things and start saying yes to the inches that you want to improve or gain in your own life. And overarching, it was this idea that like, you're just doing things to help you feel better. That when you look back at the beginning of 2024, you're going to say, I'm so proud of myself, or I'm so happy that I made those decisions during this month, because it brought me to here, which is a better place of the game. Exactly. But two things that I love that he talks about, first of all, his message is not don't celebrate the holidays, right? That is not his message. His message is, of course, Mm -hmm. enjoy time with family, take some days off. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But it's like, don't skip the whole month, Mm -hmm. right? In between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Don't just like check out and be like, see you in 2024. Like take some steps. Even if, what was the example that you loved? The Friday afternoons. Oh, yes. Okay. So the productivity on Friday afternoons in offices between the hours of one to five 
has been like scientifically supported that it decreases, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. People are just starting to really check out. And I'm sure it's the same like this in the summer, yeah. which is why we have summer hours. Right. Um, for this time of year, it's like, well, you still have things that you could be getting done. What if that separation season just looked like instead of you checking out by 1 p.m., 2 p.m. on a Friday, you actually put in the full day? right? It doesn't require any additional days out of you. It doesn't require anything else except shifting your mindset and refocusing a little bit. And like, again, separating yourself by inches. And it's such, it doesn't have to be a huge action. No, it could be something small, but one other point that he makes, which really hit home for me, because when I think about planning for 2024, it seems like this monstrous task, right? Like we have to spend all this time, like thinking about what our plans are for next year, all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. he was like, what planning takes you what a half a day, right? You don't need all this time to plan instead of sitting around and making all these plans, do something. Yeah. Instead of just talking about it. Yeah. Take some actions. They don't, again, they don't have to be huge. Like even if it's working an extra couple hours on a Friday, when everybody else is checking out, Take some actions to move yourself forward instead of just sitting and not not that planning is spinning your wheels because it's really not, but it doesn't have to be the monstrous task that we make it out to be. Well, right. And we've talked about this too, right? Like I'm going through it right now, folks. I've got monstrous deadlines and things that I'm working on right now. And there's a thousand things coming in, in the middle. And none of those people know that I'm literally drowning in, in the work that I have to do. And It's the idea of like, but if I put it on paper, I will figure it out. I will find the pockets of time to make it all work. But if I sit there and I allow it to continue on in my brain and not put it into action, you sit there and waste so much energy on thoughts and not on the action. Yeah. And when you just get started, the momentum just carries you ahead and you will keep on moving forward and you might finish it faster than you thought that you were going to. I always finish things faster than I thought I would. I think I talked about this last week. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. In my head, things are going to take me three weeks Mm -hmm. to do. But when I actually sit down and do them, it could take me 10 minutes. There is actually a principle. I forget the name of the guy, but I was just reading it in a book. And it was the principle of like, however much time you give yourself to do something, that's as much time as it's, I think it's like Davidson's law or something like that. Somebody knows what it is. Let me know. But it's like, if you give yourself an hour, you will get it accomplished in an hour. Like whatever time you're leaving yourself to do the thing, you will do the thing. Right. So like, do you ever notice like before you're taking a vacation, you can get everything you need to get done by the time you leave for vacation, right? Because you have that time pressure, that deadline. Yeah. You don't have 7,000 hours to get one task done. So you have 10 minutes. So you get it done in 10 minutes. So it really is like a little bit of a perspective shift kind of when Mm -hmm. it comes to planning, at least for me, like when I, and I, I think I have listened to that episode like a thousand times, right? His one on separation season. And for some reason, what he said about planning, I just, I never, I felt like I never heard it before. Like it must not have resonated with me in the past, but because we've been talking about like making plans for 2024 and right. what we want our goals for, to be and how we want to shift things a little bit. Like in my head, I thought, you know what? Maybe we don't need so many hours to sit down and like hash things out. Yeah, yeah. we need some time, 
but it doesn't have to be over the course of a week. And that I think is the way that I really want to just tie this in for us, right? So I started this podcast saying like, we both independently listened to this, had no idea that the one or the other was listening to the podcast episode. And then when we came together, we were like, okay, how do we apply this and put this into work, right? Like there's that famous phrase of, you know, knowledge is not, it, knowledge is power, but really knowledge is not power. It's applied knowledge that's power. So we came in, sat in Laura's office right here and we're like, how are we going to tackle this separation season? Like, what is it going to look for, like for us? And around this time of year, folks, in years past, I'd be like, I got two kids with birthdays in December. I've got hosting to do. I'm taking the days. I'm doing the things. I'm going to slow down a little bit. And I had this like renewed sense of energy listening to the episode. Um, and to put it in perspective, what I did immediately was I did work over Thanksgiving break, which I never do ever, ever, ever do. But I knew that the inches that I would gain would actually be a lot of traction and a lot more in the long run to put in that little bit of time while my kids were not bugging me for a solid two hours and I got some work done and it made me feel good to just, again, to his point, made me feel good to move through the day and get to the next week and start with like, okay, I got some more accomplished that I really wanted to do before the Thanksgiving break, but it just didn't happen. So I figured out another way to separate from my normal self and just put in the work. And it actually ended up making me feel good. Yeah. And I don't want people to think that we're, the message we're giving is like, you should work yourself to death. No. Because it's not, anybody who's been listening to us for any length of time knows that that's not what we're about. Right. But- we do like to figure out ways to work smarter. Mm-hmm. And I think that his concept of separation season, especially if you're an entrepreneur, is a way to work smarter. Even if you take an extra hour on a Friday or even on a Saturday, but like if you have time on a weekend, no, I don't like to work weekends, but if I can right. fit in like one or two small things, like nothing that's a heavy lift, unless I have like a deadline on a Monday or something like that. But If I can get like some small things done on a weekend, it just sets you up for a more productive Monday, a less stressed Monday, but we're not saying that you should work harder and work more. No, we're saying you should reimagine what your month of December looks like and figure out, are there ways that you can separate yourself and do things that will move whether it's, you know, professional goals or personal goal, even if it's your health and fitness, I let you brought this up before, but I loved how he was talking about at that point in time, he was in the gym and he said, you know what, while everybody else is slacking off in the month of December, I'm going to do an extra set. If I'm doing biceps, I'm going to do an extra set or extra reps, something Mm -hmm. like that. Like it can even be personal goals. It doesn't have to be uh, working more. Of course, if you're entrepreneurs, like we are, we are always working yeah. <laughs> in some shape or form, yeah. um, but it can be personal goals as well. Yeah. And I, that's the thing that I hope that anybody could take away from this conversation is that it has to be tailored to what is specific to you. Look, that's why I think he split it up into, yes, it could be about business and competition and getting that edge, that slight edge, which is another great book, really by good the way. Book. Or it could be something completely and uniquely about you. The other thing I loved that he said was like, you know, it could be a change within your family. Like maybe does your family 
turn off the screen time for the kids and like go for a walk or do some fun tradition that you've never done before, but like something brand new at this time of year. Bust out a puzzle. Do something that is different that brings you guys together. And, you know, it's just a difference. It's a separation from a former self. The other thing I loved is he was like, what if you started standing up for people that are not in the room that are being oh, spoken I about? Oh, that example. That's a separation, right? And I don't know, may, maybe <laughs> there's too much gossip. Maybe you just like don't even want to engage in it at all. But sometimes it's like in a bigger effect to actually stand up and say something. Something else too is acknowledging people or saying hello or oh, right. He said he says hello to strangers. Yes. Going out of your way. You know, I had a really cool interaction with a colleague yesterday. I didn't even tell you about this, but I had a really cool interaction with a colleague yesterday who I actually like gave a lot of outward praise to her. Um, I thought that, you know, in her recent interaction, she did an incredible job with something. And I went out of my way to like really acknowledge her and to tell her how much I appreciated the way that she handled things and did things. And I thought that she just did a, a, an incredible job at this specific thing. And um, she really appreciated it and it really resonated. And I was like, what if I didn't say that? Maybe that changed her day. I will yeah. never know. Cause I'm not gonna be like, so did that have an effect on you? But like for my, for my purposes, I left the conversation saying, you know what? I left that conversation with nothing unsaid. I said what I wanted to say. I'm happy that I did it. And I hope that it impacted her day. So I separated from the prior me of just moving a little bit in a different direction that made me feel really good. Yeah. So how will you be implementing this in December? I know you talked about it one way yesterday with Olivia, like maybe one morning a week. Yeah. So for me, I have found this sweet spot of um, coming into the office just a little bit earlier past couple of days, I've made arrangements to make sure that she um, goes to before care so that I could make it into the office earlier than I normally do. And it really has helped me so much to be able to get here before the office is erupting and phones are ringing off the hook and the email inbox is just exploding just to like have that time. I'm such a morning person. Like yep. I love that. I would prefer a quiet morning as opposed to a quiet late night. Like this oh is my, my jam. Well, you know, I'm the same way. Exactly. Yeah. So I, that's, I think something that I'm going to be looking into doing, which is kind of counterintuitive. It's like, oh, well, why are you going to spend more time in the office during the holiday season? It's already, you know, chock full of events and things, but yeah, that's because it's chock full of events. It's chock full of all this other stuff that giving myself just that little bit of like time, it's going to help me professionally. I think it's going to help me mentally and physically. And when it helps you mentally, it makes the time that you, at least I find for me, it makes the time that you do spend with the kids better. A thousand percent. And you know why? The elimination of that rush, everything yeah. is compressed. And if you are a mom and a business owner, you can relate to this. Like I, my working window, I said this to Joey the other day when we were talking about some dates in December that we have some things going on at night. I'm like, my window of working just got compressed from this time to this time. And he was like, why? You can pick up the kids at X time. I'm like, oh, you're right. And it gave me this breath where I could be like, okay, I have the space. I can do the things. And then when I get home, that's another thing. This is my part two, my separation season the time with my kids is just non-negotiable for me. Like my phone is in another room. I'm not answering emails. I'm not even looking at them. I'm 
totally a hundred percent into just being with my kids. They are so cool and so funny. And I'm just loving them at this age right now that like, I cannot get enough of it. I did that last night. Actually, when I got home, I, you know, we were so, I was so busy yesterday. It was such a crazy day. And I got home and I just put my phone on the counter in the kitchen. And last night I said, Kaylee was like, can you come down and watch me like take some swings in the basement? So I was like, all right. So I went downstairs in my spot where I do my morning routine and watched her for a little bit. And then she had to read for school. So we went upstairs and we sat on the couch and I brought up the book that I'm reading and she read for a little bit. And my phone was just like off to the side, like not looking at it. And, and I will never forget before I had Matthew, my first, my doctor said to me, cause she's obviously a doctor Mm -hmm. busy. And she remember this. Yeah. She said, just remember, it's not about the quantity of time you spend with your kids. It's the quality of the time you're spending with your kids. So whereas you could rush into the office late, late, quote unquote, late for Amy and I, for me, it feels like we are early birds, right? Yes. You could rush in late, whatever, but what's that time with Olivia going to be like in the morning? It's crazy. It's that's the thing, right? The sacrifice that I would rather make is let's get her off to school sooner than, because I'm, I'm chaotic. I'm not spending quality time. I'm running around packing lunches and Ooh, to your point, Laura, here's a connection. Whatever time I've given myself in the morning to get all of the things done. I use that entire time. Yeah. I don't sit there and say, okay, I have to be done by this time. So I can sit and have quality time with my kids. That's not the time for that, no. folks. Like the time is, let's get out the door. We have got to move it. Yeah. And so to your point, if I condense that time, right? And sacrifice it on the front end, build more time into my workday so that I feel like I'm I'm having a fuller, more productive, more robust workday, I can leave knowing that I can put work to bed. Yeah. And I can say, that's it. I'm totally at home. So that's another portion of a separation season, making these little tweaks, these little inches that are just going to help us feel better and just set us up for greater success. Yeah. And I think December is definitely a great month to separate yourself either from your competition or from, you know, the current version of yourself. Um, and that's definitely what we'll be doing. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.